Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host, as always. Happy that you're here. Whatever time you're listening, morning, evening, midday, middle of the night, we're just happy that you're here. Made us a part of your hopefully weekly routine at this point with the messages and the podcast episodes. Uh, a lot has been happening. We have concluded our series, Hope Has a Name, and we're kind of having some special speakers kind of shed some more light on that topic. Anyway, I'm not alone in studio, as I was last week. I have a good friend in studio. He's been on the podcast before. I'll let him introduce himself once more. Hello, everyone. My name is Andres Canizales. I'm happy to be back here on the podcast. It's been a couple of weeks, but it's going to be a blessing like usual. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be great. Great conversation. It's great when you can have great conversations with great people in the same room. So we're excited. Well, you haven't heard from Pastor Michael in a while for a couple of reasons. Um We've had some different guests on the show, and actually, matter of fact, he was on two weeks ago. That's, that's I don't know why I'm saying that you haven't heard from him. Last you heard of Pastor Michael, he was 24 hours away from the recording of that episode, um, from getting on a plane and literally traveling halfway across the world to the island of Palau, uh, where his uh, wife, Melissa, if many of you may know, uh, went through a pretty traumatic and tragic experience by losing her family on that island as missionaries. And there has been a movie, a documentary that has come out called Return to Palau. Hopefully you guys heard that episode and were able to follow everything that had been happening over the last 13 days that they've been in Palau on Facebook, Instagram. They've been posting everything on there for you to be a part of. Um, I believe they had three or four screenings of the documentary. Gyms were packed president of the island, mayors, police officers, I mean, just everybody involved was there. Dwight Nelson was there all week speaking along with them. And uh, it's just an incredible um, story of God's goodness. And I, I don't want to get the dates wrong here, so I may hold off. I may ask Shane to put this in the description, but we're going to be uh, live premiering here in the U.S. that film here at the church. Um, Man, I believe it's April the 8th. Don't quote me on that. You'll get the right date in the description. But I'd encourage you guys to come out and support Pastor Michael and Melissa as they've been uh, sharing this unbelievable story of, of of what the best way Michael could describe it was God's goodness. I mean, losing your family that way and then having to face the person who did it. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. And that's all the details that, that I'll give you. But Pastor Michael and his wife have been on an incredible journey. At the recording of this episode, I believe they're back somewhere in the United States. They may be back here, uh, but I know they had to take quite a little, quite a little detour to get back. Um, I think uh, you know, for the last seven or eight weeks, we've really jumped into this idea of mental health, right? Yes. And maybe some uh, mental health illnesses that we all kind of may may struggle with, right? But I wonder how much those two are are correlated, our emotional health and um, and our our mental health. In your eyes, when you hear both of those, or do you, do you hear kind of the same thing, or do they do they differentiate in some way? To me, they're a little bit different. Okay, uh, mental health. I think it's everything has to do like stress, anxiety, depression, and emotional health. When I hear emotional health, I think more about oh, how am I feeling? Okay. And they shouldn't be different because they share some of the similarities between both of them. But to me, they sound completely different. And I think because 
I've grown with that mentality that mental health is something bad Mm. and emotional health is healthy. You can feel emotions and show your emotions, but they should, they go, they go together. As Jesus was in the garden, I think now after hearing this message, I think he was almost going through more emotional health than anything. Yes. I mean, sure. (laughs) The mental wear of having to carry the universe's sins on his shoulder from past to to future until he comes back. I'm sure it was not a piece of cake. Um, but I think his emotional state of mind just had to be a wreck. Yes. Just confusion and pain. He didn't know the future. Yeah. He was at that moment like, I'm going to die. Yeah. And there's nothing else after that. So just that amount of pain, emotions going through your body. You know you're dying. You know you're dying for a purpose. But who wants to die? Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that I took from the message in thinking of that situation with Jesus was how his how his brain, despite all that that he was holding on to, uh, how his brain ended up functioning at the end, where it's like he he asks God for another way out, says, look, if there's another way, show it to me, please, yes. you know. Pull a, pull a uh, an Abraham with Isaac and just show me the goat where I could just you know s- switch with. But I think a lot of us stop there. Yeah. And when it comes to our emotional health and even mental health, you know something that I love that our speaker said is kind of the like the thoughts that we feed into our brain help make that decision. Jesus went a step further. He didn't leave it at find me another way. He just said at the end. Your will be done. Yes. And we forget, like we forget that part so much because we're so worried about, God, I'm, I'm stressed or I'm anxious or this person hurt me, get me out of the situation. We don't, we don't say the words, look, I understand what I want, but my wants are secondary to like your wants. You know? Yes. And I think understanding to say, hey, God, look, your, your will be done in this situation usually ends up the better way. And Jesus also followed through with that. Your will be done. He didn't only just, oh, your will be done and didn't act on it. The last words Jesus said, Father, it is finished. Yeah. Meaning that he completed the will of God, Uh the will of the Father. It was like, he wasn't only, he didn't only be said, your will be done before asking for another way. Like, your will be done at his last words, it is finished. Yeah. So it's that correlation of trusting God that he has a way. Do you think our thoughts affect our emotional health more than they do our mental health? I think so. Uh, uh, because our thoughts influence how we feel. Okay. And it, it, it happens to us a lot. The pastor used a perfect example of you failed the test. Okay. And if you failed the test, then you start thinking, oh, I'm a failure. And I used to be good, but now I'm a failure. And that just starts hurting your emotional way. Like you start believing this, that you're a failure and you're a failure, that you start reflecting that. And I think that's just all emotion that you're feeling that as a failure. But in reality, you're not a failure. In the eyes of God, we're not failures. And that that's why I think that that our thoughts impact our emotions more because we start believing that we are. I think it for sure hits it first before it gets into anything under the realm of like a mental issue, you know? Yeah. 
um, our emotions are the first thing to like trigger in every situation, right? Whether it's funny or sad or crying or mad. Uh, I think it hits our emotions first before it even gets to <laughs> our brain, I guess, or what, uh, I don't know. It's all the same thing, I guess. It's more of like a heart and brain thing, I yeah. guess, you know? But I think you're right. I think our thoughts definitely hit our emotions the hardest because we are very of the spur, like spontaneous creatures. Like we, we just go off an of instinct. And so I think something like you just said off the test, I automatically think, oh, man, I suck. And enough of that will get you into a mental problem. And I think we have several examples of of people reacting to their emotions because we tend to react to our emotions. Mm. The perfect case is Jonah. Ooh, okay. Jonah got angry because Jesus sent a little worm to eat the, (laughs) the, the plant that Jesus God himself had grown yeah. to give him shade in that hot hot weather. And he reacted angry because God didn't destroy the Nineveh people, but he destroyed the, the plant. That's right. Another perfect example I can think of, it, it's P, it's Peter, I believe, that, that cut off the ear yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. of that soldier of that the came, soldier. When they came to arrest Jesus. Like, Jesus was ready to get arrested and Peter, Peter just came <laughs> and yeah. with the sword and slashed his ear. So we react based on our emotions. And sometimes that are emotions, we have to keep them on check sometimes. Before the recording of this episode, and I heard something that I knew I had to include. Uh, this is this is what I would call one of the goats. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's one of the greatest of all time. Okay, so just take the first letter. <laughs> greatest of all time. He's a goat. All right. Uh, this is Mr. Rogers. And he is a television superstar, I don't know, for me, it's like the greatest dude ever. Like, yes. I, I just wanted to get home. The greatest icon there is. Yeah, literally. I just wanted to get home and watch uh, some Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. <laughs> um, from the songs to the puppets to to everything. Anyway, uh, I highly recommend the movie with Tom Hanks if you haven't seen it. Super good. And uh, PBS, which is where the show aired, was going through some financial stuff they were asking Congress to give them $20 million to keep for the next, I don't know, year or two years, funding for PBS and not only that, his show, right? And uh, he comes before Congress, and I'll get your thoughts when uh, when he finishes here. We're going to listen to a couple minutes of Mr. Rogers talking about his show and, and what he tries to do uh, for kids. This is back in 19... 19- 69. Here's Mr. Rogers talking to Congress. And said, we've got to have more of this neighborhood expression of care. And this is what, this is what I give. I give an expression of care every day to each child to help him realize that he is unique. I end the program by saying, you've made this day a special day by just your being you. There's no person in the whole world like you, and I like you just the way you are. And I feel that if we in public television can only make it clear that feelings are mentionable and manageable, we will have done a great service for mental health. Could I tell you the words of one of the songs which I feel is very important? Yes. 
This has to do with that good feeling of control, which I feel that the children need to know is there. And it starts out, what do you do with the mad that you feel? And that first line came straight from a child. I work with children do, doing puppets in, in very personal communication with small groups. What do you do with the mad that you feel? When you feel so mad, you could bite. When the whole wide world seems oh so wrong and nothing you do seems very right, what do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up friends for a game of tag or see how fast you go? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead and think this song. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish, can stop, stop, stop anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can be someday a lady and a boy can be someday a man. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. He is correct 100%. But our, what the kids watch today affect emotions deeply, affects their thoughts, affects their behavior. Um, and that was 1969. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in 2022. Yeah. So mental health is not something that's is just starting off that we're feeling now. It, it lets us know that mental health has been a problem since way before. Yeah. And now we're seeing all the effects of mental health. Now we're seeing the effects of all this, how the world has changed. And I think we need more of that positive mm -hmm. energy or the positive reinforcement that Mr. Rogers did always telling kids that you're special yeah each and every single one is special and i think that's something that we have lost throughout the years that positive reinforcement and telling kids nowadays that it doesn't matter that you're unique mm -hmm. it doesn't matter that you're different from everyone else god made you special and we're all equals in the eyes of god yeah his ability to to touch a child through a television screen was unbelievable. And a lot of the stuff that he's saying is stuff that like we've been just now trying to unpack. Like it's unreal. Just now in 2022, we're, we're, we're unpacking all this stuff. Not only kids are seeing, but we're seeing adults are seeing. Um, it's okay to feel it's okay to try to manage your emotions. I love what he said about, you know, I, he said, I feel it's more important for kids to be able to see two men figure out their emotions than to see, you know, whatever, cartoon with gunfire, whatever it is. And that's a whole nother conversation. But his point is, it's like, we have to come to a point where like, like we can hash things out yeah. and like, I can come to you, Andres, for anything. And you can come to me and say, hey, look, dude, I, I'm just like, I'm going through the ringer right now. Can you help me out or something, you know? Um what was it? Two weeks ago, we had, we had a we had someone come to to our to uh, we had a chaplain from Mansfield Hospital, yes. I believe, come to our church, 
and he showed a video clip and a picture of Mr. Rogers sitting in a kiddie pool uh, with his feet and, and the police officer. Oh man, what's his name? Uh, Colonel. Oh man, the name's in a the name's gonna go through my through my <laughs> brain right now, and I can't believe it. Uh, but it's African American police officer. Yes. In the middle of the '60s, Mr. Rogers has his feet and, and, and in a pool with this African American police officer, like totally breaking all the boundaries that we set. And I go off on that tangent just to come back to the message and say, like that's like like that's what Jesus tries to do, you know, break everything. There, yes. There's there's no. There's no difference between us all. We're, we're all children of God, and we're all special in need of him. Yes. I think God, Jesus loved everyone. Jesus got together with Pharisees. He got together with tax collectors. He got together with Samaritans, people yeah. that were despised by the Jews. Uh-huh. And Jesus hung out with them. He didn't care who they were, who they were. He didn't care about their background. He didn't care what they did for work jesus loved them no matter what and i think something you said in your message this past sabbath is that jesus loved everyone equally no matter their their, what they did that even one of his disciples was a tax collector that one of his disciples was someone that everyone else hated because they would literally rob the people of their money and keep it for themselves yep and and something even greater to go with god's with jesus love he knew, like, just think about, like, just think about the amount of love that Jesus had. He knew that Judas was going to betray him. Yeah. Despite the circumstances of which, which Judas was about to partake in, it's an unbelievable example of God's grace and, and love yeah. and mercy. I just want to end it with this. No, knowing that we now have this promise, as our speaker said on Saturday, that now Jesus has promised that not only he is the truth, but he can set me free from anything that I may be going through or about to walk into. Practically, what do I do now with that? What do I do now with that promise? Someone says, oh, that's great to hear. Now, how, how, do, how do I take that promise into my daily life? I, I, I think just seeking Jesus every day, relying on him every moment of our life. Um, it's, it's probably something that's going to take us and lead us or hold Jesus by the hand and walk with him is going to lead us into a better future is going to lead us into a better plans because God has plans prepared for each and every single one of us, mm-hmm. but it's our choice. If we take those plans and walk with Jesus every day, that promise is there and that promise stands forever. Seek him just like Andres just said, seek him as much as possible even for the things that you think are the dumbest little things throughout your day, seek him. Um, and he will, and he'll guide you through the rest. He said he was the truth. Andres, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank appreciate, you for having me. Appreciate you have uh, being here as, as a, as a very frequent guest. Uh, we love having you on the, on the podcast. So thanks so much. And thanks for so much for you, whoever's listening, wherever you may be listening from around the world, wherever it is, We're happy that you've made us hopefully a part of your weekly routine. Um, We'll give you some updates as to some stuff that's going to happen over the next couple of months when our new series begins, and you'll hear all that uh, hopefully from Pastor Michael. We'll get him in the studio next week and and have some fun with him, get get a recap of his, his very long voyage that he is back home 
from. Uh, make sure and follow us. We got all the links in the description, as well as the Bible verses that we read today and, uh, and our engaged question. Maybe go back to the message. We hope that you can share this episode with somebody, family, member, friend, uh, and hopefully you were baby blessed by some of the words that were said here today. So thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you guys next week. For Andres, my name is Kelvin, and we'll see you guys next time. Remember, there's always room for one more.